0: to Anchors Away, the podcast that chronicles a landlocked new sailor's journey to finding freedom and adventure at sea. I'm your host, Todd Middlebrooks, and I welcome you along on my journey. In this Welcome Back episode, we go back into the logbook for a sailing charter in the Exumas, Bahamas during June of 2021. That's right. I know I've been gone for a while, um, but because there are continue to be listens on this podcast, I'm inspired to keep it going. And so I want to come back with uh, another. And since it was, it's kind of alluded to in the end of the, um, say, the end of the previous season. I guess technically this is a new season, even though the seasons. I don't understand. I don't, I don't know what the deal is with podcast seasons and, and whether I need to even have them or not. I could just have sequential episode numbers and it may not make any difference. Uh, but anyway, we did have another charter to the Exumas during uh, June of 2021, and that's where this episode kind of picks up. Uh, it's going to be on a day zero travel day uh, that kicked off this charter uh, along with the Wynn family once again. And let's get into it. Zuma's Day Zero travel day. Our travel day started early, though we woke up a little late around 5.30 a.m. Flying internationally and with COVID protocols in place, the normal recommendation to arrive at the airport three hours early was even more encouraged. Not having been to the international terminal in years, and not since it was redone several years back, I wasn't sure how the parking situation was going to work. Since there's no daily parking and we were already headed towards departures, I dropped Karen and the boys off with the luggage while I headed back to the airport parking ride. I was able to catch the first shuttle back to the curb, so it didn't take long at all. When I walked in, I began scanning the lines for family. Then I thought I saw TJ, our oldest son, which was odd since he was working today and not planning to join us in the Bahamas until Thursday. I stopped and stared until I realized that it actually was TJ, and he was standing with the rest of our family. He had gotten to the airport early to see us off. After getting checked in, we said our goodbyes to TJ. Karen had prearranged with TSA to get an escort for Stone's diabetic supplies, so we were able to pretty much skip the security line and essentially get TSA pre-check status as a group, which worked out especially well since the International Terminal doesn't have this service. After leaving our escort, we headed to our gate, grabbing some coffee along the way. Although I typically don't mind cutting it pretty close, I have to admit that it was nice to be at the gate early enough to relax and have our documents checked with ease prior to boarding. The flight out of Atlanta was surprisingly smooth. It seems like we were over halfway through the flight before we felt the slightest bump of turbulence. I was glad we had a smooth flight for Murphy's sake since he's not a huge fan of flying. I played some word game on the in-flight entertainment system, which passed the time well, and before I knew it, we were descending into Nassau. After waiting a pretty good while, we finally got all of our bags and breezed through customs. Surprisingly, we found a taxi driver who could fit the nine of us and all of our luggage into a single van for the trip across the island to the Moorings base. The ride took about 30 to 40 minutes, after which we dropped off our bags at the Moorings office and headed to look for something to eat. We walked through the marina on the way to eat at the Pink Octopus. The area seemed very nice, and the restaurant was located right on the water, which was absolutely beautiful. We sat at a large table indoors and ordered lunch. They had both kalik and Sands beer, so I decided to start my comparison right away. My niece had recommended Sands Light as her favorite Bahamian beer, so I tried that after the Kalik. though it wasn't a direct comparison. While the sand's light was good, the click had a little more body and flavor. Again, not an apples-to-apples comparison, though. I had a cheeseburger, which was good, and a side of fries, which were very good. After lunch, we headed back through the marina and discovered that our boat was ready. Well, almost. They hadn't turned on the air condition or the refrigerators, but they did take us to meet our boat for the week, Taco Cat, a 50-foot leopard. At first sight, I wasn't terribly impressed by the condition of the mooring's fleet. The hulls needed cleaning, the freeboards were covered in scuffs, and about half of them had some sort of parts falling off of them or sitting on the dock. It was my hope that Taco Cat would be the exception. The last thing I needed was another rendezvous. After settling and unloading our provisions, it was about time for dinner. The pink octopus was really the only thing in the area, so Brett went down and ordered takeout for dinner, which we ate back on the boat this go around i split a pepperoni pizza with stone which may have actually been better than the burger after a long day of travel that started very early in the morning i was tired and ready for bed tune in to the next logbook episode where we get off the dock and start with day one and the exumas thanks for tuning into the show Be sure to subscribe and have future episodes automatically docked into your favorite podcast player. Until then, Anchors Away.